Hey guys, this is a quick podcast. I'm actually on the road and I made a Facebook post last night and it uh, kind of really struck home and I thought it'd be a really good time to send a message out to you guys who are following and also to my current clients uh, that are struggling. And uh, if you didn't know, I'm also a weight loss coach and I work with guys who are 50 and over. Um, to try to get their stuff back together. So if you're interested in that, you can text the office 970-406-4536 or go to bennettnow.com and shoot me an email. Uh, Heather might re- will probably reply. She's my assistant. Um, I made this post last night. I'm going to read it to you. And there's a song that goes with it, but I can't post it because this also goes on YouTube and they'll block me. So I'll put the link to the song, but this is the post I put. Last year, at this time, I was in the middle of hanging on to a relationship with all the strength I had. It literally felt like I was holding onto a cliff with nobody to pull me up for safety and knowing I was going to plunge to my death soon. I did it for six months at the end of this relationship, and I gave everything I could. But no matter what I did, he never reciprocated. If anything, he became meaner. He stopped holding me at night. He stopped kissing me. He stopped holding my hand. He would turn his back to me in bed. Then the things he did after that, I never thought in the beginning that he would do. Ghosting, disappearing. And I found pictures and videos of him that I had never seen before that I knew were for somebody else. And of course, he denied it. It was obvious what was happening, but I was experiencing something called cognitive dissonance, dissonance, which I learned what that meant in therapy. Um, It basically means that you're just kind of stuck in the middle and the person's actions don't meet their words and you're very confused. Uh, I remember calmly asking him so many times, like, why are you constantly hurting me? And he would reply immediately, why are you constantly scolding me? I didn't know what gaslighting was then and blame shifting and projecting. I just knew that I loved him and I couldn't fix it. And I'm not the type of person to walk away from something. I I fix things. It felt like I was in a washing machine upside down on the spin cycle and frustration. I was angry. I was crushed. Um, And usually... When these things would happen, uh, I would go for a walk. And he lived in Baltimore, and I lived in Orlando, so we would see each other every couple of weeks. And I'd walk around Baltimore, and uh, I'd usually end up at the Starbucks by his place. And I went in this one day, a year ago from today, and I was standing there, and this song came on. And I'll put the link below. Never in my life has a song hit me like this one did. Like, it was intense. It it was just one of those things that was, uh, I don't know. It was like a razor blade going right through my skin. And I remember standing there trying to hold my tears back while the song was playing, waiting for my uh, coffee. And I grabbed it, and then I kind of went off to the corner and listened to the rest of the song, but then I left. I heard and felt every word 
in her song and in her voice. I left, and I tried to Google it, and I, I couldn't figure out what it was. And the next day, I went back, and I asked who the artist was, and they told me. And I found her. What's strange now is when I look back at this a year from a year now, it's like watching a movie. And I don't recognize myself because I see that person that I was last year. And I would never, ever let someone do that to me again. And the message here is there are things in life that happen to us that are so fucking painful, you want to die. And I told myself when I started doing these podcasts and shit that if I'm going to do it, I have to be completely honest, which sucks, but um, I wanted to. I remember I called an old dealer, and I had an eight ball and a bottle of vodka, and I bought razor blades, and I sat them on my table. And I had every intention of taking my life that night. And I didn't. I thought about my dogs and my family and the people that would hurt. So I get it. And when I say that things happen to us that are so painful, you want to die. I also don't mean physically. I mean spiritually. Sometimes something happens to you that's so traumatic. It, it takes your soul. And you feel like a shell of yourself. And this is a place where a lot of people just lay down. And I've been doing uh, fitness for over 20 years. And I tell you, man, my uh, thought on getting people back to where they need to be is done like a 360. Like a couple of years ago, I was the burpee guy and like, you know, work out harder, no pain, no gain. And now... I see I made a mistake that, especially with weight loss, it doesn't matter. The exercise and the food is not as important as getting yourself back to where you need to be first. Don't get me wrong. The exercise and food is important, but that's not fixing, you know, the problem. And I use this analogy a lot when people come into the hospital or the doctor's office and they're like, overweight and they're like doc i got back pain and the doc writes them a prescription for a muscle relaxer and painkiller you know the doctors are gotten to the point where like they don't even want to say to somebody you need to lose 50 pounds anymore they just want to give them a medication and it's kind of the same thing um so if you're there and if you're still listening i'm guessing you are this is going to be the biggest challenge of your life rebuilding yourself because what we do and if you've heard previous podcasts and videos I'm regurgitating a little bit is that you know our subconscious is 90% of what we do and you want to feel better and you're going to be doing things that are quick fixes and it's alcohol hookups or being on those fucking apps sugar refined carbs drugs it could be uh, illegal drugs or it could be, uh, you know, narcotics or prescription drugs. And you just get yourself into this uh, vortex that you can't get out of. And if you're there yet or if you're on your way, what happens, guys, is one day you look in the mirror 
or you see a picture of yourself and you don't know what happened to you. And if you look back um, to my stuff, this happened to me years ago when I blew up to 280. And I remember getting my new driver's license and sitting in the car and I was horrified by the picture and just sobbing. I don't want you to get to that point. So if you are there, you know, I can help you. Just keep listening to this stuff. But if you're on your way there, man, you've got a chance to turn this shit around. You know? And whatever the the stimulus was that hurt you, you know, it usually comes from a person, right? And I don't know where you are right now in your your journey, but you're probably still hurting. And one of the biggest things you have to understand is that hurt people hurt people. And I'm not saying to forgive that person, trust me. But, you know, it's hard to throw this general blanket out of guessing what I'm, I'm trying to hit. But people who hurt people are not directing it at you as much as it may seem, you know? And I'm just using my situation as an example, but, you know, this guy who I, I, I was so in love with him, I would have done anything for him. And at the end, he just, well, if you've been following, he threw me in prison. Like, he just, he said, he just, horrible, horrible things. And I didn't understand. And now that I'm out of it, I look back and I'm like, someone really hurt him. And, you know, I had to forgive him for me. I don't forgive him, but I had to forgive him for me. And if you're stuck and you want to rebuild yourself, I'm going to give you some tips. But before I do, I want to tell you I did it. And I was, I found myself in the same situation last year that I was in the back before I, I went to 280. But I knew if I went down that road of the drugs and the alcohol, which I dumped out, by the way, I would end up worse off. You have to remember the person that hurt you is not going to change. And when I say that a year from now or a year later, I look back and I'm stronger than I've ever been right now. But he's exactly the same. He's the same person. Because these people don't self-reflect. And I know all too well that you want revenge on people that hurt you. But I almost, after you're farther away from it, you kind of see that their karma is built in. So, you know, my ex is never going to know what love is like because he's not capable of it because he hates himself too much. And it's better to walk away and focus on yourself. And trust me, because if you go back to these people and try to fix things or try to, like, understand or have closure, you will end up the villain in the script. And they will spin the story to make themselves the victim. 
telling you, right? So what I need you to do, these are some things that helped me a lot when I was getting out of my funk. Write a checklist every day or the night before. I bought a, a magnetic dry erase thing from my refrigerator and I wrote, these are the things I got to do today, you know, and check them off. Um, try to get involved with something that doesn't have a lot of toxic people and that kind of sucks right now because here goes the next pandemic, right? But, you know, bars and, you know, there's places where there's a lot of people that are negative. And if you haven't listened to the podcast Vibrations, please listen to that. Um, I'll put the link below because that will make sense for you. Um, try to do some yoga, you know, outdoor volleyball leagues. Like, try to be around people that are more positive or try to be around people that are trying to better themselves, right? Because it's going to slowly make you feel better. Avoid dating right now. Avoid hookups. Get yourself off those fucking hookup apps. Tell yourself for six months you're dating yourself. You know, a lot of times if you're in the situation and you're still listening, you're codependent, which I learned I was. And you need to learn to be alone. And that's, that's fucking hard, you know? And it's a big, big hurdle. But once you get there... um you'll start healing and you look back at yourself and you'll be amazed. It's, it's, it sounds like, like a cliche, but the whole Phoenix rising from the ashes kind of thing. Like I almost feel like a superhero now. Like I have 4d vision. Like I can see people in their, you know, I don't want to say they're chi, but like, I'm just much more aware of, of people's shit. Um, start putting yourself out there and meeting new people. And if it doesn't fit, don't force it. You know, I mean, I've been hanging out with a lot of people and I've made some great new friends, but there was a couple I was like, eh, I just slowly backed off of. I could tell they were game players. I could tell, you know, I just listen, start listening to your gut. You know, I'm really big on journaling and I'm not a fan anymore of writing it down. I really have my clients video journal. And what I mean by that is you just put your Facebook, uh, not your Facebook, your, your iPhone up and you hit the, the recorder and videotape yourself. And it only needs to be like four minutes and say, Hey, this is the date. This is where I'm at. This is how I feel. You know, no one's going to see it except for you. And once a month do one, because what happens is you think you haven't made any progress. And you know, four months down the road, you can pull out that first video and watch it and be like, wow, like, I was in a really bad place there, you know, and remind yourself. Um, and it really works well. Start learning to unplug, you know. Um, I actually, on the weekends and sometimes at work, I actually delete my Facebook app and all my social media just so I don't hit it and I take a break. Um, I've been walking at night with my dogs and I don't take my phone. Um, just really unplug, especially right now because the news is just ridiculous. And it's, I mean, I just turned it on this morning and I was like, are you kidding? It was like death and fire. And like, you know, it's just, it's not what you need right now. So in, in closing, you know, 
I wish sometimes I wish I could just get more across on these things, but I know what it's like. Like I remember laying in bed for three weeks, three weeks I laid in bed and I couldn't even get up. And it was funny cause I was doing a consult last night and this new client was like telling me how much he uh, looked up to me and all this stuff. And I, I had to laugh and I'm like, listen, like all you're seeing is an image right now. Like, you know, he's, he's seen the pictures that I post and you know, I'm still a product, so I know how to market myself, but like, and I told him, I'm like, it's, I'm broken just like all of us. Like, and I think that's one reason why I do well with my clients because I don't sugarcoat stuff. And I, I show them that, um, I'm broken too. And I think that's a, a big fault. A lot of trainers and coaches do with their clients. They pretend they're not. And who isn't broken right now? So keep your chin up, man, and uh, listen to other podcasts. Reach out to me, man, if you need some help, and uh, stay safe.